You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. False Positives, Self-Driving Cars and the Agony of Knowing What Matters by Arian Marshall In medicine, false positives are expensive, scary, and even painful. Yes, the doctor eventually tells you that the follow-up biopsy after the bloop on the mammogram puts you in the clear, but the intervening weeks are excruciating. A false negative is no better. Go home. You're fine. Those headaches are nothing to worry about. Anyone who builds detection systems, medical tests, security screening equipment, or the software that makes self-driving cars perceive and evaluate their surroundings is aware of, and afraid of, both types of scenarios. The problem with avoiding both false positives and negatives, though, is that the more you do to get away from one, the closer you get to the other. Now, fresh details from Uber's fatal self-driving car crash in March underscore not just the difficulty of this problem, but its centrality. According to a preliminary report released by the National Transportation Safety Board last week, Uber's system detected pedestrian Elaine Herzberg six seconds before striking and killing her. It identified her as an unknown object, then a vehicle, then finally a bicycle. She was pushing a bike, so close enough. About a second before the crash, the system determined it needed to slam on the brakes. But Uber hadn't set up its system to act on that decision, the NTSB explained in the report. The engineers prevented their car from making that call on its own to reduce the potential for erratic vehicle behavior. The company relied on the car's human operator to avoid crashes, which is a whole separate problem. Uber's engineers decided not to let the car auto-brake because they were worried the system would overreact to things that were unimportant or not there at all. They were, in other words, very worried about false positives. Self-driving car sensors have been known to misinterpret steam, car exhaust, or scraps of cardboard as obstacles akin to concrete medians. They have mistaken a person standing idle on the sidewalk for one preparing to leap into the road. Getting such things wrong does more than burn through brake pads and make passengers queasy. False positives are really dangerous, says Ed Olson, the founder of the self-driving shuttle company May Mobility. A car that's slamming on the brakes unexpectedly is likely to get into wrecks. But developers can also do too much to avoid false positives, inadvertently teaching their software to filter out vital data. Take Tesla's autopilot, which keeps the car in its lane and away from other vehicles. 
to avoid breaking every time its radar sensors spot a highway sign or discarded hubcap, the false positive, the semi-autonomous system filters out anything that's not moving. That's why it can't see stopped fire trucks, two of which have been hit by Teslas driving at highway speed in the last few months. That's your false negative. True or false? Striking the balance between ignoring what doesn't matter and recognizing what does is all about adjusting the knobs on the algorithms that make self-driving software go. You adjust how your system classifies and reacts to what it sees, testing and retesting the results against collected data. Like any engineering problem, it's about trade-offs. You're forced to make compromises, says Olson. For many self-driving developers, the answer has been to make the car a touch too cautious, more grandma puttering along in her Cadillac than a 16-year-old showing off his Camaro he got for his birthday. But an overly assiduous car could also make human drivers frustrated. They might be tempted to speed up and pass it in a fit of impatience, making roads more dangerous instead of safer. It can also be inconvenient and expensive. Today's robocars are liable to slam the brakes hard at the faintest hint of a collision. This is likely why accident reports show they get rear-ended more than most. And each time developers fiddle with those knobs, they have to retest the system to make sure they're comfortable with the results. This is something you want to look at in every development cycle, says Michael Wagner, the co-founder and CEO of Edge Case Research, which helps robotics companies build more robust software. That's very time-consuming. So if you're stewing in traffic, working the gas and brakes, and wondering where your self-driving car is, just know that it's sitting in that tricky space between one kind of falsehood and another. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.